one at a time. One at a time. Okay, Jesus. Don't call my name like that. Excuse me, King of Kings, but go ahead. Yeah, what do you make of this whole abortion issue? You're pro-life, right? Not your turn. Um, I was betrayed by a friend. Okay. Taken captive, beaten bloody, and hung up in front of the entire town to see. But if they would have found out my mom was pregnant with me back then, they probably would have done worse to her. What if you were aborted? What if you were aborted? Okay, excuse me, you're dope, miss. Are you pro-choice or pro-life? I'm pro-rights. Oh, so you want abortion. I, I, I didn't say that. So you support That's not how this works. Look, life? I gave y'all free will, right? I mean, yeah. I said I gave y'all free will, right? Well, if I'm not in control of your bodies, why the hell would you ever think that I would grant anybody else permission to control your bodies? That makes sense? Yeah, I guess. Uh, the more you know. And stop praying to me. Y'all can handle this amongst yourselves. Oh, shit. Oh, they shooting again. Y'all have fun. There is power in the knowledge that you have. It's power driven towards your success in life. To overcome any obstacle that may be before you. To acknowledge with knowledge, you literally just talk yourself into being who you see in your subconscious mind. You've brought that to the forefront to acknowledge with knowledge. What's going on, beautiful people? It's your girl, Kara Savvy. Savvy Kara on Instagram and Facebook. And this is, you already know, literally, Just Talk Radio. Talk Heavy TV. To acknowledge with knowledge. Before we get things kicking off with my next guest, um, i just like to take a personal moment. And as you all just saw right before I started, a dedication to my dear Aunt Laura, who suffered a heart attack this past week and uh, was placed on life support in grave condition. So my family has started a GoFundMe page for her to make final arrangements. Also, those funds will be towards her youngest daughter, my cousin, Aaliyah. Um, just to let my family know, my cousins, Nish, Danny, Leah, I love y'all and we in this together. And to the rest of my family, love is love and I got y'all. So we thought something a little different today. And I thought, why not? Because I always thought about public speaking and being in, um, you know, on a public platform and putting myself in position to present myself to y'all. It has not always been easy. But just like most things in my life, it's an art form. And with an art form comes learning. It comes a way that you can actually do things and present yourself to be able to present yourself authentically. So my next guest is Brandon Kumarasamy, and he is the founder of Master Talk. 
Um, and we're going to be talking about using the black voice to uplift one another and how that really ties into what he does as a public speaking coach. So he teaches anything from mastering the art of uh, virtual presentations to knowing that your words, you can live and produce a magnificent life, which I think is incredibly dope. Brendan, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be on, Kara. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So why don't you tell us more about uh, Master Talking, how you got started with your YouTube series as well? Yeah, absolutely, Kara. Happy to do that. So for me, it all started in business school. I went to college, and in college, uh, I did these things called case competitions. Think of it like professional sports, but Ooh. for nerds. So <laughs> while other guys my age were you know, playing rugby or soccer or some other sport, you probably wouldn't see me playing. I did presentations competitively, and that's how I learned how to speak. But as I got older, Kira, I realized that a lot of the students who are younger than me didn't really have access to free communication tools on how to, com on how to speak ideas to the world. So I started helping them for free mostly, and that's what led to the YouTube channel later on to help the world. Wow. That's incredible. And you know what? I think more young people actually, you know, really be able to, to use that and to use their voices to be able to bring themselves to an, an audience. So how does Master Talk extend to you being um, a person of color as a public speaking coach? Yeah, for sure. Kira. That's a fantastic question. I, I think for me, what's been the most interesting about being a, a person of color in this space is that a brand new set of people who otherwise didn't see the current thought leaders in communication as someone worth learning from or someone that they could, that can relate to them, mm -hmm. especially in my community, which is the Indian one. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't really have a public figure in communication before me. So I felt that when, you know, my coach actually says this really well, one of my mentors, Andy Enriquez, he says that for every person in the world, there's a messenger. But if there's not enough messengers in the world, there's some people who will just never hear the message. Mm. So it's important for all of us to, to go out there and really share our voice, uh, regardless of our ethnicity and our background, because uh, there's always somebody that will relate to us, but won't relate to somebody else in the same way. I'm sure there's a tr an incredible tribe that you have, Kira, that could pretty much relate to you and your message and not anyone else. Most definitely. And I like that, having a, a messenger of the world and speaking of delivering messages what inspires you to like really inspire others when giving advice as a public speaking coach yeah absolutely kira for me what inspires me is the idea that communication is an accelerator of dreams right a lot of us think of communication like giving a presentation from the 50,000 people that's one of the applications but in reality communication affects every moment of our life mm -hmm. it's the way that we talk to our families it's the way that we order food at a restaurant it's the way that we meet strangers when we travel and when we realize that communication helps us lead a more fulfilling life it'll help us also create a less divisive world and that's why the question i always prompt on you know a discussion like this one or really in general across my socials is how would your life change if you were an exceptional communicator mm. really reflect on that question yeah you know what because i think one of the things we have more issues with especially with social media 
is really communicating effectively or conveying a message effectively, you know? So as a public speaking coach, I know that's something that you can inspire people to do, have effective forms of communicating. Because at the end of the day, it's not about just being able to talk or being able to speak or being able to hold a conversation, but can you deliver the message so that the person receiving it fully and completely understands what you're saying? So I really think that's dope. Um, what stigmas or challenges do you think um, you usually encounter when giving advice to people of color who are aspiring to be public speakers? Because I know one thing I've dealt with um, is a term that's called code switching. And what code switching is known as is basically changing your voice or changing your posture, changing your tone when you're around a certain group of people. Say, for example, um, if I had a phone call to pay a bill, you know, um, some people, especially black people, might automatically change their tone of voice because um, they want to sound professional. So what do you think was stigmas um, you really faced when dealing with that? Fascinating question, Kira. I would say for me, the biggest challenge that I've seen so far, though I'm sure there's a lot I can learn from you as well, is, is the idea of models. If we don't see someone who's already doing what we're doing, the chances of us doing it is very, is much lower. So I'll give you a simple example that I'm sure we can all relate to. Barack Obama, right, when he became mm -hmm. the first black president of the United States. Well, before that, people didn't even think it was possible, right? People might invent different excuses in our mind as to why that's not possible. Right. But regardless of, of where people lie on the political sphere, the fact that he got that position will inspire other generations of that ethnicity to say, well, if he could do it, I can do it too, because it's already been done. And when something's already been done, it makes it a lot easier for the next person to do that as well. Except for me, when, when I started YouTube, there wasn't really anyone of my color who was doing this, hmm. but I definitely saw mentors that I looked up to that were much bigger that showed me that a communication YouTube channel is something that people would want. And, and my hope is that I can inspire, and I'm already starting to see that a little bit, other people who look like me to do what I'm doing as well. Right. And you know what? I think that's dope. You know, actually leading by example and taking that example on. So do you ever have any like events or speaking engagements where you speak um, specifically to people of color as far as their representation? Oh yeah, fascinating. Question. Absolutely. So most of my clients are actually South Asian. Okay. So that so there's a lot of events where I speak to them because that's that's usually the the niche that works well for me. Mm. And and yes, I do communicate with them. I would say the biggest message that I share with them in those specific rooms is there's a lot that we can learn from the people who are more successful than we are in our careers. So I'll give an example that I tell them specifically, but feel free to follow up, Kira, mm -hmm. on a question. And, and what that is essentially is a lot of my clients who are in the South Asian community, they usually block when they hit manager, director level roles in any company. Mm -hmm. And the reason they block is not because of necessarily their ethnicity, it's because their communication skills they don't know how to play politics. They don't know how to talk to executives, get coffees with them, build relationships mm -hmm. with them, that nuance. So because that's missing, it's much harder for them to get into the senior level uh, positions in a company. And I could imagine that's the same with other types of people of color as well. And, mm -hmm. and my advice is always, we need to start implementing what 
you know, let's say in this example, white Americans are doing more so we can get the results that they're getting as well. So that's just an example, but feel free to follow up. Yeah. But do you think that's um, a matter of like what South Asians may know to speak um, traditionally versus coming into a more um, American setting and having to adjust to that environment? 100%. I definitely think culture is a big piece of this, Kira, because let's say a lot of them are Indian born. When they come into the U.S., it's a culture shock because English is not their first language and they have to deal with this new type of working environment since different places work in, in, in different areas. So that's definitely a big piece. But what I always tell them to focus on, which is what I would encourage our the audience to think about, is at the end of the day, the best way to remove this type of stigma, and, and, and it, it seems a bit simplistic, but it's one I've lived by, mm. is, is just win. Just win. Because if you win, you get the results. You get what you're looking for. People, you'll you'll automatically inspire other people. Like I can use someone from the from the black community as well. Like if you think of Bozema, Bozema Saint John, who's the the ex chief marketing officer at Uber, she's like the I think she's the only black woman in a marketing senior level marketing position in in the U.S. Mm. Who was black? Who was a female in a big 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 company at the highest level? But right. what that does, and I'm sure she had so many challenges to get to that level, but because she pushed through all of those challenges and said, you know what, I'm just going to figure it out anyways, now she's giving that uh, that accessibility to a bunch of other people who wanted to be like her but didn't think they could. Do you really think like the like large um, uh, contribution to success really has to do with being an effective communicator? Because I, for one, do. Oh yeah, absolutely, Kira. We're definitely on the same page there. I, I I think that communication is the vehicle that allows us to accelerate our success, regardless of what those goals are. Whether it's to be an incredible host like you on the show, whether it's to be an executive at a company, to be a politician, to be an owner of a business, everything that we want to do in life is tied to communication. And if we know how to master it, we know how to use it to our advantage. It can be the ultimate asset to our success. Be and the reason is because if we're clear in the way that we communicate, it's easier for other people to see what we're about and to help us and support us in our dreams. Right. And you know what? I know one of the things I had struggled with in the past was really especially on a personal perspective, even professionally, if I feel a certain way about something, not being able to control my emotion to effectively communicate the message that I'm trying to deliver or what I want the person to understand. Are there any tips that you give on emotional control when really um, wanting to communicate effectively? Absolutely, Kira. I love the idea of emotional control. So the way that I see it is that, you know, I got this quote from a Navy SEALs guy. He says that whenever we're in any situation, he was referring to war, but I, I kind of take it more for life in general, is we never rise to the level of the occasion. We always default to the level of our training. So let me repeat that again. We never rise to the level of the occasion. We always default to the level of our training. So what does that mean in the context of communication? That means do the harder thing so that when you're in a situation that counts, it's very easy. Let me give an example of what I mean by this, Kira. So one exercise I teach people is called the random word exercise, where you pick a random word like cup, like phone, 
like lights, really anything at all, and you create a presentation out of thin air with no time to prepare for it. But what's great about the random word exercise is it helps with the following. If you can make sense out of nonsense, you can make sense out of anything. So if you practice the, ra the random word exercise a few times a day, Kira, you'll be so comfortable talking outside of your own expertise that when you're asked questions about your expertise, which is every day, no one's asked you what your favorite fruit is, they're asking you around what you do the best, then you'll be able to answer those questions and those ideas with a lot more emotional control and also a lot more ease as well. That's awesome. And I actually like that method. So where do you actually deliver? Um, you have a YouTube channel where you deliver um, your five tips or different tips on effective communicating. Yeah, absolutely. So I started the YouTube channel called Master Talk a few years ago. And mm -hmm. the goal really is to help every human being on earth become an exceptional communicator, Kira. I want it to be the encyclopedia for, for communication. Nice. How do I find every answer? So yeah, uh, it's been going great and I've been loving it ever since for sure. That's definitely dope. So I want to go back real quick to the emotional thing because mm. I know sometimes like in lights, when people have lights shining on them, they may get stage fright. So how do you help your clients adjust to stage fright and presenting themselves authentically? Absolutely, Kira. So you know what I always say is the fear never goes away. And by the way, I'm a great example of this. You know, I grew up in a city called Montreal in Canada. And for those who don't know, Montreal is a city where you need to know how to speak French, which is a language I didn't know. But I had to go to French school. So my whole life, not only was I scared of presentations, I had to present in a language I didn't even know. So you can imagine the fear I have. That's number one. Number two, I have a crooked left arm. And the reason is because of a surgery that I had when I was younger. So, and it's still crooked to this day. So I always have a lot of anxiety when I present. And the third piece is you would think that a communication expert studied communications. I have a bachelor's degree in accounting. So, <laughs> and so the reason I tell you all of this is that the fear is normal. I mean, if me and you were having lunch, Kira, and Elon Musk called me and he said, you know, Brendan, I love your, I love your channel. Do you want to coach me? Yeah, I'd probably be nervous. I, I right. think there's a right, exactly. So, so there's a level that all of us are scared. But I would say this: let's think of it more like a ratio, like a boxing match. Right, one side of the ring is the fear, and the other side of the ring is the message. Why is this important? Why is this vital for people? The goal is not for the fear to leave that boxing match, but rather make sure that when your message and your fear meet in the middle of that match, that your message wins the match, that your message gets the knockout punch. I didn't start Master Talk for the 50-year-old executive who buys my services. I did it for the 15-year-old girl who can't afford me. That's mm -hmm. why I started Master Talk. And that message is always more important than the fear. Right. And you, that's dope. And you know what? You know that you're leading by an incredible example because you're doing it because it matters. You know, you're doing it because you care about the way people actually present themselves and being able to effectively communicate with one another. So, Brandon, that's actually all I have for you. You got anything for me? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Kira. I, I can end with uh, a few few last tips here. Okay. So so we talked about the random word exercise. The the other two things I would love to share with the audience that I think will help is question drills. So we get asked questions all the time here in our lives. 
and how do we deal with those questions, we're generally very reactive to them. Especially for my missionaries in the room, people will doubt you, people will ask you a bunch of questions, why are you doing this, why are you doing that? So how can we be more proactive? Every day for five minutes, guess one question that you think the world will ask you and write down the answer to that question for five minutes a day. Hmm. And if you do that we're in, with a new question every day for a year, Kira, you'll have the answer to 365 questions about hmm. your dream, about your mission, about your goal. So that's number two. And the last one is so simple, Kira, that nobody does it. Make a list of three to five people that you really appreciate in your life, your family members, the people around you, and ask yourself the simple question. When was the last time I sent them a 20-second, not a 20-minute, a 20-second video message just mm. telling them how much I appreciate them, how much I love them, uh, something wow. I like about them? And the answer for most of us is never, so start doing that. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? That, that kind of segues into my thoughts really what i was thinking about on a personal level you know like really staying connected to the people that you love the most so brendan that's been amazing you definitely gave me more than what i bargained for um tell us where we can find you where we can find master talk where we can follow your work is there a website you have any events coming up absolutely karen let me just start by saying it was such a pleasure uh, to be on your show and also sorry to hear about the loss of your family member my heart goes out to you in the in the community Thank and you. i think of course it's my pleasure and and i and i'd love to end with this and i'm happy to talk about how to reach me is the video messages especially is is a good reminder for us that it helps us appreciate the people in our lives while they're still there right mm -hmm. and i think your message is actually the most important thing for all of us to do at the end and, and let's make sure to, to implement at least that tip from today's discussion. I consider that a win for sure. So two ways to keep in touch. Absolutely. The first one is the, the YouTube channel where people can check that out. It's master talk in one word. They'll have access to hundreds of videos on how to communicate and share ideas. And then the second one is attending a free session I do on Zoom every few weeks. It's on communication. It's live. It's interactive. It's super fun. And you can register for that at rockstarcommunicator.com. Nice. Nice. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Brendan Kumarasamy, thank you so much. Blessings to you. And um, I'll be in touch soon. Thanks so much, Kira. Such a blast. No doubt. Peace. So, folks, um, my final thoughts, honestly, it, it really kind of bought this past week for me, like completely full circle, not just with my my topic or what i said about uplifting black voices but even with the the personal things that I've, I've been going through and one of the final things that brendan said is staying connected to each other staying connected to the people that you love as prime example within my family we don't always talk because we don't always get along and i say that sometimes we don't get along because we so much alike you know and it's not until things like this that happen where things become detrimental, where one of us fall ill, whatever the case may be, that we actually try or at least attempt to come together. We got to learn how to communicate with one another, even if it's somebody that you really don't even deal with like that. And I'm, you know why I'm talking to me, too, because we're all a work in progress. 
We all have to learn things about ourselves to be able to effectively communicate with one another. Make sure y'all love each other. Make sure y'all pull together outside of hard situations, outside of things, you know, that happen that might go wrong, you know? Be able to come to a, a place where you can even just be cordial. You can just say, how you holding up? How you feeling? A 20-second video. You don't need, that person don't even have to respond to it. You don't even have to see if they responded to it. Just send it. Hey, just thinking about you. I, I want you to know I love you. I hope everybody is well. You know, hit me up sometime. Leave the door open. Don't close yourself off to that because you never know when you might need each other. You never know when you're going to have to put all that other bullshit aside that don't even matter to be there for the people that you love. And we, we say it all the time when these things happen. You know, oh, we got to stop doing this. We got to stop meeting up like this. Well, damn it, then let's stop meeting up like that. Let's stop meeting up like that. Let's call each other and be like, hey, yo, what you doing? Come kick it with me if you're in the area. You get me? Or what's going on with the kids? I'm having something for my kids. You ain't even got to mess with each other. Don't, don't let the babies at least, you know what I mean, get together. Whatever the case may be. I'm doing something for my kids. Why don't you bring the kids along? It don't matter because at the end of the day, all we have is each other. With the way things are in this world, and the way they constantly are going in the direction that we see things going in, it's going to be a time where we're not going to have these things to communicate with each other. My phone's been acting crazy the past couple of days. I don't know what's going on. There may be a time where I might not be able to pick up the phone and call somebody. I just might have to write a letter. Y'all ever think about that? And guess what? To write a letter, I got to have your address. Like, we got to get out of ourselves sometimes. We got to get out of our own bags and learn how to communicate so we can uplift each other. And not just in hard times, but when we have the best times. We should be sharing the best of our lives with one another. We should be able to, to use that to be together. Whatever the case may be, whatever the situation may be, man, if you ain't talked to somebody in a while today, I'm telling you right now, stop what you're doing, pick up the phone, hit them on Messenger, Instagram, however you communicate, and just say, hi, how you doing? Don't ask them for nothing. Don't pry into their business. Just say, I hope you are well. And you know what? It just might be a moment where they need it somebody just to see if they was okay it just might be i'm gonna get off my little pedestal now but what we got happening every monday 5 p.m 6 p.m eastern standard time open mics cafe every wednesday ayo next wednesday is my birthday and i decided that i will be coming on the fuck at 12 noon because you know what i could use a dose of funny so make sure you get on tell your girl happy 35th birthday i know i don't look like it <laughs> you know black don't crack <laughs> uh, july 16th the event of the summer is happening saturday after next it's really that close already y'all Tickets done sold out. VIP tables done sold out. I'm pretty sure we still got some reserved seating left. 
But yo, you got to get in while you fit in because no tickets will be sold at the door. Slick Talk in the park after dark, July 16th. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. It's going down. Live band, comedy, poetry, musicians, uh, gift bags, DJ. Listen, we going to have a good time. So listen, I'm, I'm still going to be celebrating my birthday. So make sure y'all hop over to Drink Like a Lady and buy your girl a drink so I can drink like a lady. After my performance, of course. <laughs> All right, till next time. I love y'all. Peace.